You're listening to Real Estate and Finances with Luis Mendoza. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome once again. It's a new week, a new fresh podcast, uh, a fresh new show of talking real estate with Luis Mendoza. Uh, and of course, uh, not only talking real estate, but also finances. And uh, let's start off with uh, first saying, what's up, Luis? How are you, man? How's that market looking lately, man? I'm good. I'm good. Um, how are you, Leonito? Hope you're doing well. Uh, the market is, is looking good, man. It's, it's, uh, there's a lot of activity right now. And, uh, you know, people are trying to get ahead of what's coming. Right. Because uh, you're, you're not going to believe what's coming, man. Uh, this, uh, as you know, uh, this bill, the reconciliation bill, was signed uh, uh, by President Biden or is about to get signed by President Biden. I don't know if he signed it already or not. But uh, there's a lot of changes coming and people need to be aware of this. This Today, I got to tell you, this is the most important show that we've done here on Radio Toxico um, about real estate and finances, because what's being signed this week is, uh, is going to affect us all for years to come. Okay, well, And you, uh, people need to know this information. When you say it's going to affect us all, who are you talking about? People who don't have properties, people who has properties, people who are losing their property. Who, who are we targeting specifically uh, in, this, yeah. uh, in this topic today? Well, who, who are we talking about? Well, you know what? It's everyone. It's everyone. It's those who want to buy a house. It's those who need to protect their assets. Right. It's people who think they have it all figured out. I got my attorney, yes, it's chingon and the Mason trust. Even people with trust are in danger right now of losing some of their wealth and their assets. So this is gonna be, man, it's, it's, it's sweeping changes. And uh, nos, nos van a poner en la torre, así como Canelo a, al plant. Right. Así nos van a poner en la torre el gobierno, así que este, escuchen el show porque está, de, está muy bueno, muy buena información. All right, then. So what is this reconciliation? Am I saying it right? Recon it's, it's reconciliation. A reconciliation, Bill. What sí. is that, man? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So reconciliation. Think about that word for a second. Reconciliation. Reconciliación. Okay. Eh, cuando tú te enojas con tu esposa... Este, te, te saca de la casa y luego este, llegas y regresas con flores y, y con el trío. Ah, ¿qué pasó? No sé qué, no sé qué me estás poniendo aquí. Me estás poniendo un, un screen share. <laughs> este, so, piensen en eso. Piensen. We're going to look up the what word. happened? We're going to look up the word reconciliation and what it means. Uh, Así es. What, what, what's the definition according to Google? What to say right there, Luis? Uh, Right, right. It says the restoration of friendly relations and in uh, the action of making one view or belief compatible with another. So, you know, in el, in, in el ejemplo que te estaba dando cuando, cuando tú estás este, en, con, en, con tu esposa en un restaurante y te le quedas viendo la mesera, ya se enojó la esposa porque te le quedaste viendo muy, <laughs> muy intensamente, ¿no? Entonces, tiene que haber una reconciliación. Ahora, este, la reconciliación es básicamente este, poner las cosas en orden otra vez, que haya un perdón o algo así. 
Entonces, básicamente, lo que el gobierno nos está diciendo solamente en el nombre de este, de este bill, que nosotros o, y ellos com cometieron algo grave y ahora tienen que ser perdonados o tenemos que rebalancear y tenemos que ajustar y arreglar el, el asunto. Ellos de lo que están hablando, de, pues es el, el COVID. El COVID cuando nos llegó en el 2020, el gobierno tuvo que hacer, eh, tomar ciertas medidas, este, según ellos, pues para, que, para evitar muertes, para eh, evitar que eh, la economía se derrumbara, uh, pero pues todos lo, los mandatos, las órdenes que dieron, pues causaron a muchos uh, negocios que cerraran, este, los negocios pequeños, porque los grandes siguieron abiertos, nunca cerraron. Eh, entonces, este, este bill que le dicen reconciliación, se, se supone que es para recuperar uh, algo de los fondos que nos dieron. Ustedes saben, a, a, a la gente les mandaron que 1,200 dólares, a unos les mandaron menos que eso, a algunos 650, que porque no están casados, y los que no tienen familia, pues nada más le mandaron ahí 600 dólares y ya, y luego este, pues este, dieron poquito dinero a, a la gente. Pero si tú cuentas... El, pues la población entera de los Estados Unidos se, se supone que gastaron eh, no billones, pero hasta tal vez este, trillones de, de dólares en, en, en regresar ese dinero a, a la gente. Entonces, ellos lo que están buscando ahora es recuperar ese dinero. Y a eso es lo que le llaman reconciliación. Entonces, nos, nos han estado diciendo, ¿sabes qué? Este, vamos a, a darle más impuesto a los ricos. You know, tax the rich. That's the thing, right? Tax the rich. Pero si en realidad van a, a, a solamente incrementar los impuestos a los ricos, entonces, ¿por qué quieren saber si una persona tiene 600 dólares en el banco? O sea, un rico no va a tener nada más 600 dólares ni va a tener una transacción de solo 600 dólares. Eso somos nosotros, la clase media, la, cla la clase uh, baja, de los pobres. Este, entonces, no, no tiene eh, razón por el cual hayan puesto esta medida en el Bill de Reconciliación. Entonces, lo que podemos esperar nosotros eh, es la alza, no solamente de los impuestos, sino también del costo de varias cosas que hay este, como servicios, este, la gasolina, también la gasolina nos está poniendo en la torre. ¿Cuánto le estás poniendo a tu, a tu troca mamalona? Híjole, mano, le estoy echando casi 100 dólares. Entonces, a ver, Luis, estás dando mucha información, pero no estás explicando por detalle, porque tú sabes que nuestra gente, pues a veces, obviamente, no, no entienden todo lo que está pasando económicamente en términos que, que usas, ¿no? Entonces, básicamente, sí la reconciliación que está haciendo los Estados Unidos es para colectar el dinero que les prestaron a nosotros. Y es, that's why, going up, that's why we're in this, this, um, this, this inflation that's going on, because I heard that things have gone up to, up to 30% um, higher than, than we usually pay. So everybody is basically paying back that money without really being told to pay it back. Yeah, yeah, th that's right, that's right. Um, see, the thing is, they don't, they don't have to raise taxes. Uh, when you go to the pump and you're gassing up, you're filling up your tank with a hundred bucks, like in the case of your truck, 
instead of before when you were paying $60, didn't have to raise the taxes on gas. The price went up. And as a result of the price going up, you're also paying more in taxes because there's always a tax cost when you pay at the pump or when you gas up. So uh, the cost of everything is going up and that's what we call inflation. Now, I want you to think about this. If you're working and you're working, I don't know, you're you're working, let's say a full-time job, 40 40 hours a week, 160 a month, and you did not get a raise, then all of your money that you're earning right now is just to pay for your basic life necessities. You're living paycheck to paycheck. If you thought you were living paycheck to paycheck before, now you're living paycheck to paycheck because now you need it just to just to survive, just to get ahead. Um, I don't know if you can do the sh- uh, screen share again, but if you um, search for, you know, the the Americans are more in debt today than they were ever before, you're going to see several articles about how people are more in debt today than ever before in the history of the United States. And that's because people lost their jobs, people lost revenue, they had to close down their business, they had to do a, a, you know, a bunch of things that the government told them to do. And, and now um, there's a serious, serious problem with debt. People are more in debt now than ever. Their uh, credit cards are maxed out. Um, their Christmas is coming and they don't have the money to uh, you know, uh, buy gifts, especially those who are still unemployed. So all of that is gonna go into their, their credit cards. Right. So you know, as, as that market watch, check it out. Americans are racking up credit card debt again as mortgage forbearance ends and prices continue to rise. What's so that? we're headed in the wrong direction. What is this part mean? Has mortgages uh, forbearance ends and prices continue to rise? What does that mean? Yeah. So uh, as part of the, uh, the uh, COVID uh, measures, uh, most uh, banks were told, hey, listen, uh, people don't have the money to pay their mortgages right now. We need you to come into an agreement with them so that they don't pay for a number of months. So banks made agreements with people called forbearance agreements. And basically what that says is you're not gonna make a mortgage payment for this amount of months. And now that that is over, uh, some of these banks are going back to the client and they're saying either one, we're going to modify your loan and whatever you owe us right now, we're just going to put it in the back of of the loan. Uh, But number two, uh, in most, this is the most serious, is that some banks are not doing that. Some banks are saying, no, we're, you're going to pay us back everything that you didn't pay, or we're going to foreclose on your house. So that gives us, yeah. So that gives us probably about three to four months before we start seeing a number of foreclosures in, in the market. Uh, we're starting to see that you know, happening. Those notices are going out to people and people are scrambling. And some of that credit card debt that we're talking about, I think it's because people are you know, uh, delving into their credit cards to pay for some of these things. You know, they're taking cash out of their credit cards because, you know, they can't afford to do a refinance. They were in a forbearance agreement. So once you enter a forbearance agreement, you cannot refinance and do a cash out. So my um, 
understanding of this entire problem is that it was all caused by one thing. And that was, you know, the government saying everything has to shut down because COVID is here and uh, we don't want to expose people. So, but at the same time, there really wasn't a measure to make sure that all these mandates uh, didn't affect you and I financially in the, in the long haul. So that's what's happening right now. People are being affected. So if you are a homeowner, uh, the, the uh, bill that was just passed uh, is going to go after not just, you know, taxes, not just increased taxes, but also it's going to uh, put a tax on your uh, unrealized capital gains. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, what is that unrealized capital gains? So essentially, they're going to start taxing you on, uh, you know, and that's uh, up to 30% on investments that you have that uh, you still haven't sold, but they are trying to calculate what that investment is so that they can tax you on it in the future. So, you know, your home equity, your, uh, you know, 401k, 457, um, any stocks that you have, any cryptocurrency, man, all of that is going to be under the magnifying glass. They're going to be looking at how they can get your money because uh, I assure you that the tax on the rich is not the only thing that's going to happen. Uh, there's there's not enough rich people to you know cover the expenses that the government has has made up so far. Right. So yeah, so there's now we're gonna talk about the ways that you can protect your assets. Yeah, okay, tell you let, let, let's use me as an example. Uh, I mm-hmm. do own stock. Um, th- thankfully, um, like I said, and I've been saying on the show, I'm doing this here on Radio Toxico because I want people to learn how to invest, how to protect yourself. Because we are, we're all going to grow old, you know. Right. Some of us will die before then. Some of us will perhaps um, have a nice long life. But we need to be ready and, and have some money saved up, right? So let's use me as an right. um, I have s- several stocks, right? Let's just say that right now they're worth $10,000. Just in stocks. And it's there. I don't touch it. It's, it's there. Um, am I going to be taxed on that? Well, the short answer is yes. The question is when. When are you going to be taxed on that? Okay. Now, I, I, um, you only get taxed if you pull it out or if you're using that money in a real. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it used to be that is uh, it was only tax. You only paid the tax when you pulled it out and you know put the funds into your bank account. Uh, but you know under the proposed laws. They're trying to figure out how to tax your gains before you even um, before you even cash it out. Uh, they're talking about unrealized capital gains. So um, what happens is they're going to be uh, my light turned off again. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be looking analyzing at what people have as investments and they're probably going to send everyone who's got investments a letter saying you need to be prepared to pay up to this much in unrealized capital gains. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the things that, uh, that we, 
that we have to prepare for because it's coming. Uh, that's that's definitely coming. Another thing, and you know what? Let me just turn on my light here because I have no idea why. Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, so another thing that we have to look at is um, when you have uh, a property on a trust and you're thinking, I'm good because my attorney said nothing can happen to my property because it's in a trust. Uh, this bill, the reconciliation bill, allows the government, the IRS, to start looking into trust and, and you know, things where you're going to defer uh, to your family members, your heirs. Um, and there's a possibility that you may also pay unrealized capital gains on family trust. So even if you have a trust, um, you know, there's... Uh, there's a possibility also that, you know, they're going to come after uh, the value of your of your assets in a, in a trust. It's not just property. You can have bank accounts. You can have businesses. You can have, you know, uh, several things in, in a trust. You can have, you know, life insurance policies. You can, so, you know, they're going to start looking at, you know, how they can put their hands into all these things. Right. So. So there's, um, there's quite a bit of movement right now, quite a bit of changes, and we don't really know the full effect of this reconciliation bill. Uh, we're probably not gonna know it until years you know, in, in the future. Of course, there are some good things with the reconciliation uh, bill that are gonna help people. For, for example, those people who don't have uh, a house yet and want to be homeowners. Uh, there's going to be programs uh, like somewhere around, I read somewhere around $200 billion going into programs for first time home buyer uh, uh, financing. So, you know, these programs, most likely they're going to help out with the down payment and the closing costs so that people can go out and, 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 and buy properties. So that is a, one of the good things that I saw in the bill that, that will help some people. Um, besides also, you know, some healthcare stuff. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear you. What was that? It's not going to help a lot of people, though. It's just for a certain amount of people. But mostly what, what, I, what I'm getting from you, Luis, is that um, I was writing here my notes that I'm going to be using to post on, uh, on our social media to promote this, is that basically Biden and his administration want that COVID money handout back. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. And we're all going to pay for it in some way or another. And, uh, you know, uh, what what we want to do here in the show is, it, again, reiterate to people how important it is for you to protect your assets. And one of those assets that you have to protect right now, if you have it, is your um, your your equity, your equity in, in your property. Uh, that money that you have in your equity, you, you got to think about it like this. You have it today. You don't know if you're going to have it tomorrow. That's as simple as, as that sounds. It's the truth. Now, uh, I used to own a property in uh, 2007, and that property used to be worth, uh, at the time, somewhere around 450000 to 500000 right. uh, And I bought it when it was around 250, 260,000. So I had a bit of equity there. Then 2008 hit and the real estate market bubble bursted. Uh, 
And from one month to the next, my property was worth less than, than what I had bought it for. So I was upside down. So people had need to realize that, hey, you know what? Uh, the equity in the property, it's there now because the values are there, but it, it could be gone tomorrow. And usually when, when properties go up in value, they go up gradually. It's a gradual change uh, upwards. And, but when they go down in value, it's a sudden drop, okay? So what you have to do is protect that equity in your property. So there are ways to do that. And, and one of them is uh, doing a cash out equity cash out loan. So it's a refinance where you're going to be taking out the cash and putting it in the bank. It, it's that simple, right? Now, what you do with the money that you put in the bank, that's going to be up to you. If there's a bad downturn in the market, now you have uh, a nest egg. You know, you have your emergency funds in the bank that you can use to either, you know, live your day-to-day -day life or uh, that you can use in maybe another type of investment, for example, buying another property so that you can collect rents. And that is one of the surefire ways of shielding yourself from the problems that the economy may, um, may have in the future. Because that is one thing that is going up and it's not, there's no sign of slowing down is rents. Rents are going up drastically, drastically in California. I mean, we're talking about people paying $3,000, you know, for a two bedroom or, a, you know, two bedroom, two bath house. Okay. And so, yeah. So right now what you just uh, said is uh, basically you're saying, what you're basically saying is that people who own homes um, should cash out um, on their, um, if their property, let's just say it cost them when they bought it 300,000 and now they're, now it costs 500,000. They should pull out the $200,000 and put it in a bank and, and just have it there. Um, you know, it's kind of like a refinance. And that money, yeah. once um, perhaps these foreclosures are going to start taking place three to four months, um, they could take advantage and buy properties with that. Wow. That's a good exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, that is one strategy. You're crazy, bro. That's a good way to think. <laughs> we need to get people to call you, bro. What's your number, man? What, what is your number? All right. The number is 562-525-8634. 562-525-8634, or you can uh, go to my website directly, www.homeloanbroker, broker spelled out B-R-K-R, homeloanbroker.com. And uh, when you go there, um, if you have a property and you think you have equity, uh, you don't need to apply uh, to find out how much equity you have. You can just give me a call and I can show you what the recent comps are in your area, I can show you just how much equity there is in your property and use it. Use it before it's gone. Listen, you don't have to just pull it out and put it in the bank to do nothing. You pull it out and you pay off those high interest credit cards that you have, or you pay off a car that's eating you up every month because you're paying 700, 800 a month. Uh, you get the equity and you uh, pay off medical bills or other things that you may have. At the end of the refi, 
what's going to happen is because the rates are so low, you're probably going to end up with just about the same payment, same, same amount of monthly mortgage payment. But now you have a reserve in the bank that you can use to pay off high interest debt, or you can use to invest in either another property, or perhaps you have another investment that you want to get into, a business or something like that. Um, it's important for people to realize that one source of income is no longer any good. You can't just go to work and come back home. No, you, you need to have several sources of income, preferably one that grows, that gives you income without you having to work it every single day. And that's rental property, right. you know, collecting rents uh, or, or, or opening up a, a business, a franchise, joining a franchise, something, something where you can have another stream of income coming so yeah, it's it's very important for for people to realize that. Right now, now my question to you: Let's just say um, I, I'm interested in, in perhaps doing what you just mentioned and uh, cashing out some of that uh, equity that I have in our home. Um, you know, I have 15 years to go um, on on this home per se. I'm just making up numbers. Uh, say I cash out. Am I going to have to start over again 15 years, or it's going to take me? Uh, you know, because you're doing the whole refund. Yeah. Yeah, um, what we do is we analyze each person's uh, situation. If you have a 15 year mortgage and what you want to do is take out cash without your payment just ballooning because if you take out cash and you keep it to 15 years, your payment is gonna go way up. So the most, um, I guess the most helpful way of doing this is if you can keep your payment the same and have the money in the bank. That's the perfect scenario. So we're going to look at how many years uh, of, of a term you're going to need for that to happen. It might be that you only need 25 years. It might be only 20 years, or it might be that you need the full 30-year amortization so that your payment can stay the same. But now you have this money on the side that you can uh, decide to invest however you, you see fit. And... Uh, and, and you got to think about this also. Most people don't stay in their home for the full term of their loan. Most people stay in the home for seven to 10 years, and then they need to either upgrade or downsize, depending on their situation, depending on where they are in life. So when people say, ah, I got to start over again, here it is, 30 years, I guarantee you they're not going to make that payment for 30 years. Uh, what's going to happen is something in, in the near future is going to uh, cause them to have to make a move, and then they're going to go to another property. Uh, you know, whether it's the economy, another job, or you just need to upgrade because you have too many kids or whatever the situation may be, um, you're not going to stay in that mortgage, you know, for, for, for 30 years. Uh, we're financing the, the, uh, the home that you live in, so you're not the owner until you completely pay off the, the loan. However, if you do a cash out equity loan, because it's a loan, you're getting money that you're not going to get taxed on. The, the proceeds from a cash out equity home loan are not taxable because it's a loan. You're paying it back. You're just signing an agreement. And, and that's the beauty of, uh, of, of mortgages. You know, you can use them to your advantage as well. Okay. Wow. That's a lot of great information, man. It started like, some really bad news with this whole reconciliation uh, bill that Biden just signed or is about to sign, but it's going to happen. That's the truth. And um, yeah, that's, that's why ladies right. and 
if you guys are wondering why everything's so expensive, um, well, there it is. They want their money back. Uh, the ones that you yep. got, that money that you guys use to go to the mariscos to buy the mamalona, they want that money back, man. So how is it gonna last until they get their money back eventually, right? This inflation, that's how long it's gonna last, right? You know, the the thing is there's experts saying that we're never gonna catch up. The uh the uh, debt of, of the nation is 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 growing exponentially. And they're saying oh, we're never going to catch up. So these are not just temporary measures. Now, these are going to stay, you know, for a long time or until a new administration comes in and changes things, uh, which could be, you know, in 20, when, when is it, in 2024, right? Uh, so changes could happen in the, in the near future. However, uh, four years is a long time to, uh, to, to live and to have to survive with you know all those things that they want to implement the higher taxes and and of course they're telling us no you know it's not going to affect the the poor or the middle class it's it's only for the rich yeah but uh, nine times out of ten <laughs> whenever whenever they say that no there's uh, they're just trying to distract you man it's it's, it's like Canelo you know he he does a, a fake and then he throws the left instead of the right. Well, I think that's what they're doing with us, man. <laughs> you know, they're they're trying to, t to trick us so that we don't go crazy. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people wish uh, Trump was still president right about now. <laughs> well, you know, I don't like to talk about politics um, when I'm talking finances because things could go either way. Um, the thing is, uh, the the plan that has been set in motion uh, does have some beneficial things to the for the poor and the middle class. Uh, you know, things like uh, health care, things like uh, child care. There were very good things that I saw in that in that program. But what we have to try and, and uh, understand is the cost of these things is so immense that we can't even fathom it in our in, in our heads. Now, you got to start asking yourself, why do you think Elon Musk sold? What was it? Ten or 12 percent of his Tesla shares? Yeah. You know, he, he sees these things coming, <laughs> you know, unrealized capital gains. So he's like, ah, I think I better pay tax now before it gets more expensive on these shares. That's why he sold them. It's not like he gave the money to the people that told him, hey, sell your shares. No, he still keeps it. But he realizes, hey, you know what? If I don't sell some of these shares now, I may be taxed up the yin yang in the very near future. Okay. So that's why you see people like Elon Musk selling their assets um, because uh, they know it's going to be a difficult time in the near future. Crazy, man. Great information, Luis. Again, uh, thank you for all this. Is there any last words or anything that you want to close out the show with? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we are talking about, you know, how to make it so that you can survive all this that's happening. Man, this like, okay. So what I want to tell you is this. Um, there are ways to protect your assets. Uh, refinancing, you know, to do a cash out is one. You can also look at your uh, life insurance, an IUL, Index Universal Life. The proceeds from an Index Universal Life insurance, because it's insurance, is not taxable. Okay, so I can help you with uh, refinance. I can help you with uh, Index Universal Life, and and here's the kicker. People who have properties right now that are thinking, uh, man, 
you know, uh, I better I better do something with with this money before it disappears because it because it, it could. Um, they can give me a call and I would say sell right now. If if you are thinking of selling and moving to another state or making a, a move to a smaller or a bigger property, do it now because right now the values are high. We just don't know once all of this is enacted, we don't know what's going to happen to the real estate market. By half of 2022, we might see some drastic changes. So uh, you guys got my number, 562-525-8634. Give me a call. Right, man. Well, thank you once again, Luis, for all this info. Ladies and gentlemen, Luis Mendoza is there to help you guys out. Life insurance. You want to know a little bit about how to invest in, uh, you know, in stock. Perhaps you're a first-time buyer. He knows a lot of programs. Actually, he knows programs where you only need 1% down. He could take care of you. So, ladies and gentlemen, give him a call. That's right. Those, uh, thank you once again, man. This is Talking Real Estate and finances with Luis Mendoza. Thank you so much, bro. Of course, of course, Diablito. And uh, hope to see you uh, next week at the at, at the show. Um, you're going to be at the Latin Grammys, right? Yes, we'll be at the Latin Grammys. Are you heading out there? I'm, I'm heading out there. So I'm going to be in, uh, in Vegas also. Okay. All right. Cool, man. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right, man. All right. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You're listening to Real Estate and Finances with Luis Mendoza. En vivo desde Las Vegas, Nevada Transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys Este 17 y 18 de noviembre Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana Con nominados, presentadores y mucho más Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico Para fotos y videos La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila, Mala Vida, Liberty Tax Y en la ciudad del monte
desde Las Vegas, Nevada. Transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys. Este 17 y 18 de noviembre. Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana con nominados, presentadores y mucho más. Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico para fotos y videos. La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila Mala Vida, Liberty Tanks en la ciudad del monte. Transmitiendo en vivo desde los Latin Grammys este 17 y 18 de noviembre. 
transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana con nominados, presentadores y mucho más. Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico para fotos y video. La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila Mala Vida, Liberty Tax en la ciudad del monte.
Transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys este 17 y 18 de noviembre. Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana con nominados, presentadores y mucho más. Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico para fotos y videos. La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila Mala Vida, Liberty Tax en la ciudad del monte.
desde Las Vegas, Nevada, transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys, este 17 y 18 de noviembre. Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana con nominados, presentadores y mucho más. Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico para fotos y videos. La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila, Mala Vida, Liberty Tax en la ciudad del monte.
desde Las Vegas, Nevada. Transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys. Este 17 y 18 de noviembre. Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana con nominados, presentadores y mucho más. Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico para fotos y video. La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte por Tequila Mala Vida, Liberty Tax, en la ciudad del monte. del barrio siempre hemos sido una cosa normal ni mucho ni poco ni para comerse el coco oye ya te digo una cosa normal y ahora vamos a las discotecas si no tienes cuidado te muerdan las piernas Comes un poco te haces el loco besa a una niña disimular ha sido tú ¿Qué crees que no te he visto? Ha sido tú, chica cocodrilo Ha sido tú, la que me dio el mordisco Ha sido tú, ha sido tú, ha sido tú Y yo no hago más que mirarme al espejo Encuentro patado, encuentro simpático, un poquito maniático, quizás de este lado un poquito mejor. Pero ya te digo, no sé lo que pasa. Y todos los días me escriben mil cartas. Llaman a mi casa y luego no hablan. Solo soy en risas, tengo que colgar. Ha sido tú, ¿qué crees que no te he visto? Ha sido tú. Ha sido tú la que me dio el mordisco Ha sido tú, ha sido tú, ha sido tú Nunca hemos sido los guapos del barrio Siempre hemos sido una cosa normal Ni mucho ni poco ni para comerse el coco Oye ya te digo una cosa normal ¿Qué crees que no te he visto? Ha sido tú, chica cocodrilo Ha sido tú, la que me dio el mordisco Ha sido tú, ha sido tú, ha sido tú ¿Qué crees que no te he visto? Ha sido tú, chica cocodrilo Transmisión en vivo desde los Latin Grammys Este 17 y 18 de noviembre Transmisión empieza a las 9 de la mañana Con nominados, presentadores y mucho más Síguenos a través de las redes sociales de Radio Tóxico Para fotos y video La transmisión en vivo es traído en parte